Hello, Peyton here, and I'm going to do my top 10 movies halfway through the year. We are just around, I think it's July 2nd now, so we're going to record halfway through the year. I want to do my top 10 movies of the year, and there's going to be some, some interesting ones on here, but I just want to get right into it. First of all, describe and see. Um, there are some films that I was not able to see, that being Asteroid City, Past Lives, those ones weren't playing in my theaters, and the ones I just didn't make it out to see were Boogeyman and Blackening. So I think the only one of those that I would make on my top 10 is maybe past lives, but there's just like no way I can see it right now. So with that done through, I want to get through my top 10. We're going to go from least to best. So number 10, number 10 is going to have to be Indiana Jones, Dial Destiny. I don't want to put it super high up since I've only saw it recently. So there might be recency bias here, but I enjoyed my time here. It was a fun Indiana Jones adventure that had some flaws. Yes, I the ending was anticlimactic. But the action scenes were fun. It was exciting. I love seeing Harrison Ford one last time as his character. Um, and so the action scenes, I love the train sequence. I love the, the sequence in Morocco. And then the Indian climax, that was great. So not the climax, but the Indian fight scene. That was great, too. It had a perfect enough for Indiana Jones. It was what I was looking for. I wasn't looking for incredible, in incredible story. But I got what I wanted in Indiana Jones Adventure. And that's all I needed. That's all I needed in. I think it might even be better than Last Crusade. Last Crusade is actually my least favorite Indiana Jones franchise. I know I might say that to offend some people, but I really liked Indiana Jones Dial Destiny, and I'm just going to leave it at number 10 for right now because of recency buy and all that. But next few, next nine, I'm way more confident. So number nine is going to have to be John Wick 4. Awesome action scenes. Uh, Japan, the stuff they did in Japan was amazing. Uh, Berlin with the club, and then most importantly was the Rome when they had the three parts. They, my favorite being the roundabout fight sequence oh that was so cool they're having trying to dodge cars or find each other it was a great character conclusion even though they might do john wick 5 but a great send-off to our character and the cinematography they just made these action scenes look so beautiful even though the budget was i think it was 100 million so you can do a lot with 100 million dollar budget if you have a great cinematographer and they had a great cinematographer they may look beautiful i do have to say it was too long did not need three hours it kind of felt like a retread of previous entries a lot of the stuff i've seen before so it wasn't terribly anything new and I wasn't quite encapsulated with the story like I was in John Wick 2. John Wick 2 is kind of the hard high bar I have for this franchise at this point. And this one didn't amaze me as much as that one did. So I had a fun time with it. Do I want to watch it again? No. So that's, I mean, it's three hours. And I'll just, re I'll just fast forward to the action scenes I really like. But overall, pretty great time in the movies. Number eight is going to be The Little Mermaid. Uh, just based on Holly Berry's performance alone, I have to put this in there. Uh, between the new and old songs, her rendition of Part of Your World was great. Uh, the for the first time, that was a great song, and she just had an excellent performance that captured me throughout the entire movie. Um, Melissa McCarthy, she was great as Ursula. The CGI was a lot better than I thought it would. There was a few moments where it was iffy, but overall, it had great CGI, which I was not expecting from those trailers. It was a good retelling of the original to where I think it surpasses it for me. I think if I'm going to watch Little Mermaid, I'm going to watch this version of it at this point. Uh, it, again, it's it's too long. Like I feel like I'm going to say with a lot of these things, it's too long. It did not be two hours and 20 minutes. They added stuff that was not necessary. Did not change the plot at all. What was going to happen? It was needlessly long. And it could have been an hour and 45 minutes. I think it would have been perfect. And it was kind of boring at some parts. The parts that they added, it it just didn't need to be. I want to rewatch it again, but also there's those boring parts. So I've seen it about two two or three times now. And I had fun at it. It was a great time. I love It's just a fun, a fun movie. So number seven will be Evil Dead Rise. And this is one of the scariest movies I've seen. It just made me it thrilled me and i love i love when a, a story can have you tight on the edge of your seat for a whole hour and a half the first 20 minutes were a little bit slow because i didn't know what heck was happening but once we got to the apartment and we got to the book they found the book it took off and it was great and it, it had me tense that's what a good action movie needs. A good action movie, a good horror movies needs to do that made you on the edge of your seat 
me, it doesn't really scare me like they used to. I don't really get scared particularly of them, but I love when they can thrill me, and this movie thrilled me. It had good character arcs. It was a very brutal movie that made you actually fearful. The production design was great. I mean, they're trapped in an apartment building the entire time, so they didn't have a ton to work with, but man, did they make it look good. They make it look, made you feel fearful for the environment that they were in. It was nothing brand new for the genre, though. I mean, as I said, this John Wick 4. It's kind of retread of stuff I've seen before, so I wasn't particularly amazed by anything that happened, but they just executed something really well. And it, even though it was stuff I've seen before, as I said, they executed really well, and it was just very entertaining. And horror movies, they're not really ever my favorite type of movie, so I'm amazed this one made it that high, but this one was a scary, thrilling time with the movies. Don't see this if you're scared of horror movies. Number six is going to have to be Cocaine Bear. I love this movie so much. It's just, especially when I had Michelle on the podcast, that's one of my favorite episodes of Seen It All. Go on, check that out. I think that's episode four, Seen It All. Cocaine Bear, oh, it was so fun. I had I laughed so hard at this movie. I think I've seen it twice now. We need to watch it again, but I laughed so hard at this movie, particularly the ambulance scene. I think the ambulance scene is the highlight of this movie. It just gets crazy, and I'm all here for it with bears attacking people, running while playing 80s music, 80s music throughout this whole thing. They knew what they were doing. This movie was, like, engineered for me. Uh, when she, she accidentally shot the dude, I was just completely caught off guard by how much I was going to love this movie. And every movie now, every horror movie, every horror comedy, now has to live with Cocaine Bear in my mind. One of my favorites of all time. Ray Liotta's one of his last roles. He did a great job here. It's 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 a great movie, especially when you don't expect something to go. That makes it even better. When you're going in on rock bottom expectations, you come out loving the movie, then you know you had a great time. The subplots were boring, yes, but I was still laughing. I was still laughing at all the stuff. If you can make me laugh, then it could be boring, honestly, for me. Um, no hard feelings in this were some of the funniest movies I've seen in a while, but Cocaine Bear is definitely the funniest comedy of the year, I believe so. And probably my favorite horror, I don't know if you'd call it particularly a horror film for some people, but for me, I call it best horror movie of the year, best comedy of the year. Number five is going to have to be Air. Total dad movie. Total dad movie is great. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were perfect. And I love that they were good to see movie. It's, it's so great to see friends make a movie together. It's, it's just very heartwarming. Uh, the Nike story, very well made and told an interesting story that I never knew about. I mean, I knew that they got the, the Air Jordan from, I knew they had that all that, but I didn't know how they did it and all the stuff, the hoops they had to jump through. Um, it knew what it needed to do and executed it perfectly. Kind of was ruined by a little by the trailers, but not too much. It's a very great adult movie, a fun time at a fun time at the movies, and it was perfect. It was perfect, exactly what it needed to be. Number four, this has to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, a very emotional film that got me teary-eyed up a couple of different spots, and I really love this movie. It it was just a perfect send-off for each of the Guardians. Drax got a perfect send-off with him dancing at the end. Mantis got her own arc. Peter Quill. I really thought they were going to kill him, but he got a, he, his ending got me start to, everybody's ending got me teared up. Gamora, is this is a different version of Gamora, and she had to go her own way, and Nebula, Nebula got to, finally came into her own, and then all the stuff with Rocket, with the raccoons, and oh gosh, this, this made me sad thinking about it. It was all executed perfectly, exactly how I hoped the Guardians would end, and I love a firm ending for the characters I love. I love that we're not just going to keep going on. We have a firm ending for these characters, or we can leave them to rest for a long time until we come back 20 years later but it was just it could have used better action scenes besides the hallway one the brooklyn hallway fight was amazing every guardian got to do something in that scene but other than that the action wasn't incredible i kind of expected better and hopefully james gunn can deliver on some good action in superman legacy but the action could have been better especially for a 250 million dollar budget i thought they would have some bigger action scenes i wish it had a better soundtrack too compared to i love volume 2 soundtrack so much i listened to it on repeat Volume 3 is not on that far. I've listened to it a bunch, but not as much as I have the other two. 
So I wish it had some better songs. But I mean, you run out at a point where we can't find many new ones. James has kind of found all the great ones I've never heard of. And they went too far into the few scenes with the violence and stuff like that. It was just needless brutality. I mean, I understand the point they make with animal cruelty, but other stuff was just gross and it was needlessly gross. I didn't need to see that stuff. I understand the stuff that's essential to the plot, but the needlessly gross stuff. Eh. And then number three is have to be Elemental, which I said was a simple story and one I've seen before, but it was just done so excellently. It was so strong in its story and I it knew what it needed to do, as I said with Air and said with a couple others. I love when a movie knows what it needs to do and just does it perfectly. And this movie did it perfectly. The world building, they had the fireworks, they had clouds, water, and earth, and the animation was just stunning. I wanted to take a picture, I want to take a screenshot of every single scene and just watch it over and over again. It was just, it was absolutely breathtaking. And it's it's going to go down one of the beautiful animated films of all time, in my opinion. I just loved it that much, especially the fire effects on them and the crinkling. We, we went and saw it again. We just, let's just listen to the crinkle when they're talking of the fire. It was great. Um, I love the story. The racism and immigration storyline was perfect. They should have used that in the marketing campaign. It probably would have done better. Ember, the main character, is probably one of my favorite Pixar protagonists of all time. I didn't like Wade, though, not as much. He wasn't the best. The emotional climax was perfect, and it just had the perfect ending, perfect moment for them to cut to black. It was just, oh, it's excellent. They storyboarded that through and through for them to get that great ending. It was slow at some parts, but we've seen it all before, but it, it kept me entertained. Number two is going to have to be Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Total fun movie. I have a ball watch this movie. The dragon scene with the chubby dragon. Oh, it was so great. The Coliseum and the final fight. This movie had some great action scenes with all of them working with their different powers, working together. It was great. Um, the characters, you had characters you could fall behind and a message that you support with how you have to keep failing and eventually you'll get there. If you keep working hard enough, you're going to get there after all the failure. Oh, it was beautiful. Chris Pine. Love Chris Pine. Michelle Rodriguez. Love Michelle Rodriguez. She's great. Emotional punch. They had an emotional punch too with Michelle Rodriguez characters. It, emotional punch. I love when fun movies can have an emotional punch in there. James Gunn does that all the time where he surprises you like, oh, you're going to cry here after laughing your butt off. It had the perfect runtime too. It was only like an hour and 50 minutes. It was a funny film. I don't have many negatives for the film, if at all. I just wish it would have performed better at the box office. So that's my PSA to get out there and go see this movie. And then lastly, for number one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It took my breath away. Absolutely took my breath away. I was not, I thought the first one was okay. But Gwen and Miles, they were great. I love Gwen Stacy so much. We got to spend so much more time with her this story. And I feel like her scenes really were the standout of this film. The first 20 minutes, all the stuff with her dad in the latter half. The train sequence with Miles and Gwen and Peter and 2099, Spider-Man 20, Miguel. That stuff right there, that was like the, one of the best scenes I've seen. Probably one of my favorite comic book movie scenes, if not scenes overall of all time. When they figure out what exactly is going down, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, the villain of Miguel, 2099, he was great. Um, ethical choice of save one or save the entire humanity, basically. I love a good ethical choice, and I felt emotion with the characters and felt enthralled by the action on, on screen, and that is what a good movie should do. I really want to see it again just by talking about it right now, because I just had such a fun time with it, and I've been listening to that soundtrack on repeat, too. It has probably one of the best soundtracks for film of all time. I'm calling right there, and this movie's going to get a Best Picture nom. If it doesn't, that'll be an egregious mistake by the Academy. So yeah, number one movie of the year is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So, let me just break down that again. Number 10, Indiana Jones and Dow Destiny. Nine, John Wick Chapter 4. Eight, The Little Mermaid. Seven, Evil Dead Rise. Six, Cocaine Bear. Five, Air. Four, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Three, Elemental. Two, Dungeons and Dragons, um, Honor Among Thieves, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So that is my top 10 halfway through the year. We'll see how that switches up. I don't know if a film can beat Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse for my favorite of the year. We'll have to see. But 
make sure to follow along and make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube channel, Spotify, wherever you're listening to. And make sure to check back for my weekly podcast, Seeing It All. They come out Fridays mornings at 8, depending on where you listen to. So, yeah, thank you all for watching this video. Y'all have a good night now. Bye-bye.